Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for November 15th through 20th. I feel like a ton of stuff happened this week that some of it could have waited. Okay. Because it kind of got lost in the mix. Okay. I don't know how you feel. What are like, you talking about specifically? Well, first, let's just go ahead and correct ourselves. Oh, no. We both forgot. Olivia does love animals. Thank you to a few people messaged us and everyone was super sweet about it. But Sally Steiglitz, Stieglitz, again, apologize if I mispronounced her name. When Ned and Olivia first got together, she drunk dialed animal shelters to save all the puppies. Here are a few recap snapshots. And so this was from General Hospital blog. And it said, Olivia is deeply hurt, is hurt deeper than she could have ever imagined just by knowing that Sunny slept with Ava. After a night of drowning her sorrows in alcohol, the damsel in distress was rescued by her knight in shining armor, Ned. He saved her from drunk dialing an animal shelter and adopting all those adorable puppies, (laughs) which would result in Carly being very angry with their new, quote, doggy hotel. He was there for her as a shoulder to cry on and to hold back her hair when she was too drunk to do it herself. He gave her a nice warm place to sleep and a listening ear. In the morning, Olivia thanked Ned for his hospitality and let him know that Lois was crazy for letting him go. Aww. So, how did we forget that? I, don't know. I mean, we've talked about this all the time. There's so many times where. Right now that you say it, I'm like, oh, I do remember that. But even as we're doing our research on our 411s, we're like, I totally forgot this happened. Yes. 
So thank you again, Sally, for sending us that clip. Thank you to everyone else for reminding us and for everyone who was kind about it, because it's hard to remember all this information. And especially as we're talking you right know, in the moment, there was nothing of that conversation that made me, and we all know I love to Google. <laughs> so, but there was nothing that if he had said something like, I don't first, want you to adopt all the animals again. Or, you know, remember our first night. Right. Like, and, you know, I've, I've loved your passion for animals since our first night. Yeah. Like if he had referenced it, we would have been like, wait, what? And gone back and looked. Yes. But there was none of that. And that's okay. But yeah. Thanks for the reminder. Cause I totally do remember that now. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad they tied it all together. Cause I was confused last week when I'm like, why do we suddenly love the animals? Although the art exhibit was amazing. So they could have yes. kept it even without her love for animals and all that. Exactly. But it was, I was able to get my daughter to watch the exhibit. I had to fast forward through when they were talking. Right. But she was able to watch and she was like, oh, that's cool. So very cool. Getting her in there a little bit. I'll be like, yeah, sure. They always have photo exhibits at the <laughs> Jerome Gallery. All the time. Why not? All the time. Yeah. I think that leads us right into Leo, though. Is the water fact real? I do not know that. I did not Google it either. However, at least in Wally Kurth's right. experience, it absolutely is because he frequently shares photos of him and his son at the beach. Oh, okay. So I thought that was, I took it as, oh, that's sweet that he's bringing in his experience mm -hmm. to that. I thought perhaps Leo was trying to go to the aquarium. Oh, okay. And wanted to see the octopus or the zoo, you know, whatever. Right. I thought that he wanted to see it in real life. However, it makes sense that he would just go down to the pier, 54, and <laughs> try to find the octopus. So I did like that they at least brought in, if it is true, if we also don't really, uh, yeah, we have the three rivers, you know, it's what Pittsburgh's known for. However, where we live directly, it's not a concern. Right. So, exactly. and I don't know if that's true for our local police, if that would be the first I don't know. I can ask place they would look, you know, and see if they're actually taught that from. So I know that one of our local police departments does actually issue stickers that you can put on your, you know, how like they have like the baby on board or yeah. whatever that says like, you know, person with intellectual disabilities on board. Oh, nice. So like they may not answer you right in the way that you would typically want someone to answer you. Mm -hmm. I do know. And mass media can kindly attest to this too. And like things that we've seen on social media recently, not all police departments are necessarily trained in dealing in right. working with people with intellectual disabilities. You know, we've seen it many times where they've arrested a child, like 10 years old is getting physically handcuffed because they're not responding in the way that police need them to. Right. And there was one horrible video where the kid was actually being dragged. I mean, it was just, it was disgusting. It was years ago, but it was horrible. So I think that there's still a place for that. But to hear that at least the poor Charles PD. Yes. Thanks, Chief. You know, but they brought that in where, yeah, they do need to be. Absolutely. Trained in these specific ways, mm -hmm. you know, for intellectual differences, you know, and especially right. runaways of different types or perceived runaways or whatever. I thought he was super cute tugging on Brooklyn. Yeah. And I loved that even as they were having Brooklyn talking to Gladys, you could still see yes. Brooklyn being tugged. I was like, oh, that's so cute. I mean, it was typical of a kid. Yeah. Right. But they still showed it even in the 
it was just like a subtle gesture that I thought was nice that they kept it in the scene that right, he wasn't yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was still talking at her offline, but or off screen. Yes, but yeah, I'm glad that Olivia finally is admitting that she's scared, and yes, it seems like is going to accept Ned's help to get him to see the specialist and find out exactly what, if anything, is going on. Yep, yep, I did. I like that, and I like that she said. I like how they had her do it, mm-hmm. like how it was just. She seemed more scared of the unknown, right. not necessarily. I think she knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. She's not scared of that. I, I took it as she was scared of the unknown. Oh, right. Is that how it seemed? Oh, yes. To, okay. Absolutely. All right. Because I think that the thing that scared her the most was she didn't know the first thing to look for. Right. Right. It was definitely reassuring that Ned could say, I've read this and this is what's happened. Yep. Do you see where we're kind of going with this line of thought? So she understood it. You know, I'm going to, we're just, we're going to go ahead and Google that. Because <laughs> I meant to. So according to an article on missingkids.org by Patricia Davis, they say education is what you remember after you've forgotten what you've learned, what struck with officer Jonathan Prusner on his training on how to search for missing children with autism saved a seven-year-old girl's life. Follow the water. The little girl known as Mookie had bolted from her babysitter on that blustery, rainy March day. Mookie's in quotes, so I'm assuming it's a nickname. Mm -hmm. Officer Prusner had learned that children on the autism spectrum are often drawn to water, so he drove straight to a pond in that child's neighborhood. No sign of her there. After an hour-long search intensified with a helicopter circling and police dogs tracking her scent on the ground, Prusner, an army vet who lost his left leg in an explosive an explosion while serving in Iraq, decided to follow the pond's drainage ditch upstream on foot to see where it led, and it led to Mookie laying near an underground pipe drainage pipe in several inches of water suffering from hypothermia. Wow. That's amazing. Don't start crying. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't start crying. It is amazing good news. It it is, but like that's okay. So at least in this instance, yes, they are trained. Yeah. That's awesome. I would assume if you were, if you lived in that kind of an area, like maybe that, that would never be a concern for me though, because we don't really have right streams or anything in my direct neighborhood that I would, that I would personally have to be concerned with my daughter going towards. Right. I love when they do their research. Beautiful. I don't know where to go from there. Hmm. I guess we could stick with the art exhibit and go to Sasha and Brando. Okay. And Esme thinking that she locked Trina in the closet to prevent her from giving the check and making her look stupid. Right. But thank goodness they got... Gladys was really sweet to Sasha. She was. She was giving her lip at first. And then when she realized, oh, no... Yes. There could be something going on here. She was very nice. She was coaching her gently, you know. And in a very Gladys way because she was still putting herself into it. I remember when I was pregnant, blah, 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 blah. Right. So it wasn't all about Sasha. But I forget what it was that she said, but she said something that she realized was like probably not appropriate or applicable to the situation. And she was like, oh, never mind. Like, I forget what she did, but it was, but I'm glad that. They found her before. I know. I thought if that baby is born in that back room, I'm going to be so annoyed. Let's just have a normal birth. Not that it exactly went that way, but at least it wasn't in the back room. Right. And I didn't get Esme trying to say that there was something going on with Cameron and Trina. There was nothing going on with them. She's just trying to stir the pot. She's trying to pick a fight wherever but, it is. Ooh, Cameron. Yeah. I do not need your opinion on what Joss and I do. Exactly. Love it. 
I think he, he had like that little smirk on. And sometimes like when I'm real angry, like I'm one of those people that I will smile or I'll get like a quivery lip. Like if I'm really, really angry, but proud of myself for standing my ground. Yes. And I feel like that's what he was doing because he got like a little bit of a smirk, like, woohoo, I did it. But I was terrified, but I did it. <laughs> Mind your business, Esme. Seriously. It was just so far-fetched. Like, even Spencer was like, what? No, there's not anything going on with them. What are you trying to get at? Right, yeah. If you're trying to make me jealous, it's not working because I know that Cam is not cheating on Jocelyn. Right, thanks. I think he, she was trying to maybe show that, oh, Trina's not... Perfect, right. Perfect or into you or anything. Yeah. Didn't work there. Oh, but Spencer looked at Trina right past Esme. That's mm-hmm. why. I know. I know. I get the jealous girl thing. And Spencer's not doing a good job of reassuring her that she's the nope. only one. He had goo goo eyes on her and just like staring at Esme. Yep. I liked his reflection that the tiger and the Cassidines are both on the verge of extinction. Yes. Sad. I don't feel like they're on the verge of extinction, though. The Cassidines? Yeah. Well, there's because more of them keep popping out of the woodwork. So who knows? Exactly. There's more now than there has been. I'm sure there's a bunch of children scattered around. And it's not like Spencer should be having kids yet. I'm assuming when he gets older, he'll have one or two. Yeah. Who knows? More Cassidines. Oh, please don't let him get Esme pregnant. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Ugh, don't even say that. Oh, Scott representing Victor. That's something that I feel like, why was that even in there? Right. Like, that's something that could have waited until we were on that line. Especially since Scotty was finally on the ball with his defense. Right. He deserved, he deserved the gold star because he thought it all through and was like, <laughs> we will tell them we're going to do this and then they're going to let you go because they don't want their secrets revealed. I mean, am I wrong? Like, that really did not serve any other it purpose did. this week other than the five seconds that that was in there. Right. Because Victor escaped then or they, they let him out, but they held Scott back. But we never saw where he went. We never saw anything else. He's just gone. Right. And kind of the same thing with Marshall. Yeah. And finding out that that is Curtis's dad. Right. I feel like that was just like a one-off. Like, okay. Right. We need a 10 filler. We, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I, I was like, wait, so we're just not going to do anything with that? Because that's my third note. So that obviously that happened on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it was nothing early. Nothing else happened for the rest of the week. No, he admitted he was his dad. And then Curtis was like, well, you're a jerk because you just left. And then he said the thing about the Christmas present and showed him the picture or left the picture for right. him. And then walked out and that was it. Like, we did not see Curtis the rest of the week, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. I'm wondering, so we were trying to fit together, why did he beat up Joey Novak? What if he is trying to take advantage of the, quote, vacant spot, even though Cyrus is still part of the five families, but he's in jail. So maybe he's trying to make a play for that. And so therefore, he was, once he he came to town, once he found out that the head of the Bushima and the Novak families, and now he's like all beating up Joey because I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. I don't feel like he's mob related. I felt like he beat up Joey because Joey was trying to move in on Curtis's bar and he wanted to protect his son. But your theory makes sense since he kept saying it wasn't safe for him to be around. Yeah. He could have mob connections, but I don't know. The mob family now? I I don't know. I feel like he'd, maybe they'll have him have worked for Frank Smith. Faith Roscoe. Faith (laughs) Roscoe. No. Bring it back, Faith. Frank Smith. Okay. Okay. And then that's why he would have left. I mean, Frank Smith was a long time ago. Yeah. So he could have, maybe he crossed Frank and then had to go away. For this long? 
I don't think yeah. he's using his real last name. I don't know. I'm making it up as I go along too. I don't know what his ties are going to be. I wanted the explanation. I wanted right. him to tell Curtis why it was too difficult or too unsafe. And we never got back there. Nope. Just like having Carly talk to Phyllis, I felt like was pointless. Mm, okay. That conversation. She's like, tell me more. But then they don't really show them telling her more. Yeah. And then Carly gets up and is all mad about the Nina stuff whenever she gets to... So Phyllis moved into Charlie's. Yeah. Into Julian's old place. Right. And Phyllis is like, it works. Yes. Like that's all that I need is a bed. Yes. That makes sense. Where's Christina? I don't know where Christina I was okay with Christina not being the one to live there. We know that. Right. And I was okay with Phyllis being the manager at that moment until later in the week when Nina had somebody else serve her. Mm-hmm. Were they at Charlie's? And that was a different bartender. Yes. So that should have been Christina. Well, you could have a bartender that's not a manager. But it was like I was he a bartender was the only that person wasn't a manager. There. Yeah. True. If they would have made a comment, if he would have said to her, I'll give you a drink, but then you got to get out of here because Christina's in back. Yes. That would have made sense. Yes. And we wouldn't even need to see her. Just, hey, you don't want to have a run-in with her because when she sees you, she's going to go off about what you did to her dad. Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. So we didn't have this thought last week about Sonny buying Charlie's. Is he alive again then? Is he legally alive? Because dead people can't buy bars. That's a question even if for Carly. If, the call even if it's his corporation, if he's the one signing, he'd still have to be because Ava didn't bring How those. How long does it take to make you alive again? I don't know. <laughs> Diane was looking, was working on it, remember? <laughs> right. And That's... then the next week, apparently, Ava's bringing the closing papers yeah, I don't know. So, but we never had a hooray, you're alive again. But the um, real estate paperwork got processed super fast. Remember? Yeah. So maybe the you're not dead paperwork got processed fast. But that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm just. But gonna they made assume. a point of mentioning that Diane really had her work cut out for her and making sure that Sonny was alive again. How long does it take to prove that you're alive? That I don't know. But if anyone can do it quickly, it's Diane Miller. Mm. That is true. That was a good commercial. <laughs> If Do anyone you need to prove that you're alive, call <laughs> Diane Miller. One hundred not dead. There you go. You're welcome, Diane. <laughs> we would like some free legal counsel then. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. That was fun. I love Diane. So talking about Carly freaking out, I felt like Willow was 100% right. Oh, she was amazing. 100% right. And the way that she stood up to Carly was great because she was trying to not be disrespectful. She was absolutely. And Carly just kept pushing. And then she was like, I don't think that was your decision to make. So yep. back up. I sister. thought she I'm did a great job. And I would have handled it that exact same way. Wiley ran to her. You would not right. rip him up out of that situation and be like, no, we don't like that grandma anymore. And I'm sorry, Carly. Willow's supposed to ask permission from Michael first? Right. When do you ever ask a man's permission exactly. for anything? Exactly. And I'm glad that Michael stuck right with that whenever they were talking later. He was like... For a second, I was going to backhand him. Yes, exactly. He was like, I would have probably done the same thing or something similar or whatever. When like, he said, go mom... He is lucky that he said the next thing, right? Yes. Yes. She still had those gloves on. She did. (laughs) They were good together. I liked that that interaction. That was a sincere interaction. Yes. Let me explain what happened. Your mom freaked out. She didn't need to. I just didn't like, though, when he decided it was time to stop the conversation. True. You know, I didn't feel like that was a natural progression. It wasn't like, 
she well, was, she said, I want to go hit the bag more. Yeah. So, but she was hitting it because of that. Yeah. So it should have been her still venting, you know, and then maybe him being responding like, Hey, what do you think about let's, let's try to move on from this. You know, let's, yes. He basically just said, all right, I'm done. Let's go to New York city. Yeah. He's going to ditch the Thanksgiving tradition. Is he not going to have pizza on Thanksgiving? I don't know. Maybe they'll do both. They'll get pizza and room service. Yeah. Okay. Like room service Thanksgiving dinner. Right. That poor hotel. <laughs> I am glad that he just didn't get mad at Willow though. Like that was. Oh, I would have been so mad because yeah. she did exactly right. Yep. And she didn't prolong them hanging out together. She was like, we can have some hot chocolate. All right. Now you go skate or whatever. Exactly. And she, she made that clear to Nina. Mm-hmm. When's Nina going to apologize for ruining her career? Right. Like when is that ever going to happen? Nina owes her a huge apology. Mm-hmm. For so many things. Granted, now she's happy with, you know, it doesn't matter. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Random daycare worker is off on her, on her day off. Yes. Hanging out at this fall festival, which I would love to see more of. Right. What are we doing? Right. But we just hand our kids off to her. The last thing she wants, I'm sure she's over 21. She might've had some beverages. Let's hope. Uh, I'm not saying let's hope she's drunk, but it's just like. Let's hope she was enjoying her day. However, she sees fit and doesn't want to take care of someone else's kid at the last minute. I don't think she, did she offer to take one? I don't think so either. I thought. No, she was like, hi. At first I was like, oh, is this the nanny? And then it was, oh no, you know her for daycare. Okay. (laughs) Might've been one thing if she'd been like, hey, some of the other kids are over here. Let's go play on the. Right. Jumping jack-o'-lantern. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But nobody batted an eye when Willow was comes over holding Wiley's hand and said, since his grandparents can't stop fighting, we're leaving. They're all like, okay, bye. Like none of them self-reflected. No. And we're like, oh, should we not be behaving this way? No. And I wouldn't have made that point to say in front of Wiley. Like that kind of just defeated your whole purpose by bringing it up. It would be, it's time to go. We'll, we'll say hi to them later. They're in a conversation or bye to them later. Right. They're in a conversation and take him out the other way. Cause I'm sure there's 10 different paths that lead to that place. Right. Absurd. And then Sunny and Carly were like, bye, I love you. Kisses or whatever. And Nina is still just like, bye. And so then she didn't go into the whole grandparent thing, which seemed off and was what Willow was trying to avoid in the first place whenever Wiley said hi. And it would have proved her point if Wiley had been like, Grandma Nina. Yes. Like, Give me hugs. Exactly. We don't have to force children to give people hugs if they don't want to. However, right. that would have brought it full circle. Right. Back or if she, to, when she said bye, Wiley, he would have instantly been like, love you, grandma. Right. Or something like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was already there. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that Carly said when she was talking to Bobby. Okay. So first of all, Bobby goes to Charlie's to get a large <sighs> coffee. And yet what is right in the middle of the fall festival? A perks. perks cart. Yes. And, okay, I understand that you're tired, but I don't care how tired you are. You do not forget that your grandson is with some other man's wife. She said to Chase, everyone was singing praises about your wife. And he was like, "Mm, you mean ex-wife or whatever they are, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And then her next sentence is, I appreciate how much, how happy Willow makes Michael, but I'm sorry you got hurt in the process. There's no way that you didn't have that whole connection going on in your head. Yeah. That was a dumb line. I understand they needed to introduce Bobby into it so that she could say she was in Beecher's corner and Chase could figure all that out. But that should have not been the way that it opened up with. Okay. But when, so I was so upset that Sonny almost told Carly. Yes. You know, like he was really, I, I do understand her entire frustration of 
she feels like she's married to a stranger right now. How can she not? She right. doesn't know the man that he's been for Nine the majority of this year. Yeah. You know, he has memories. And when he said, Nina is my only friend. And she was like, wait, what are you talking about? I thought you just saw her. Not that you guys were actually friends. Oh my gosh. Is it going to hit the fan? But when Bobby made the comment of, I know what it's like to feel like there's a third person in your marriage. <laughs> was that a dig at Carly? I feel like heck yeah, Carly it was. legit broke up yeah. Bobby's marriage. Yeah. I feel like that absolutely was a dig at Carly without okay. trying to be a dick. I think that Bobby does a good job of not sugarcoating the truth. Like, we can admit that this happened and that now we're at this point. It doesn't erase that this happened. I'm not holding a grudge, but it still happened. Right. Still happened. <sighs> so I was proud of her for that. Like, good job. You go, Bobby. I didn't know. I was like, was there something else? Like, someone else? Because... She had an affair with Roy. Yes. So she can't really be saying, I know what it's like. So the only way it is, I mean, we've never really dived into Tony and Bobby's marriage, but from the time that I remember, it was Carly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Where are we going next? Mm. So I guess we could just stick with Chase figuring it out. I was not ready for him to show up there. First of all, I was annoyed. The Brooklyn talked around that subject a hundred thousand times. And I understand it is not hard to admit that I you appreciate did. all of her emotions though, that it was devastating. I appreciate her, her emotions, except for it didn't make any sense to sit there and tell him over and over again, but I didn't mean for it to happen that way. It was more complicated, blah, blah, blah. And then not say, because the baby's not mine either. Yes. And I feel like she was trying a little bit. At first, I said, I can't believe Brooklyn's really doubling down on this. Right. Like, I'm like, no, she cannot leave this room without him knowing. Yes. Like, yeah, he already knew before she walked in. But I felt uh, like, I felt like Maxie would have understood. And I really do think that even if Valentine doesn't understand to the point that he wants to keep being the dad, that he would not tell Peter or would not tell publicly well that's what that kind of Nina was Peter's. telling Maxie like do you think for a second he would not have helped you right that's what we've been saying all along exactly but I feel it's, like he's still going to help her even if he's not going to keep treating Bailey like his baby um do you think that he's not going to sue for custody well there you go I think he might sue for custody oh, that'd be so good because he's listed on the birth certificate he's yeah. listed on the birth certificate he I don't know who ha- we talked about this with Alan that, okay, this was pre DNA though. Right. But Maxie's going to have to go to him. Right. That's why I thought that Brooklyn should have explained yes. the entire situation. And it's awesome that Chase busts in and is like, oh, I'm the dad, but all you just did was make everything more complicated. Right. I did love that. It seemed like 90% of his rage was towards Charlotte and Bailey getting hurt. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, he was not happy about this whole thing, but right, everything kept going back to especially Charlotte. How, like he said, she's twelve; she's not going to forget this. Bailey no, is, is not, not going to remember, remember. Right. you know, positive or negative. I don't know how you want to look at it, but yeah. she's not going to remember. But Charlotte is absolutely going to be like when he said that he would hunt her down if she said anything. Yes. to or what did he say? He said something about if you... Because she said she wanted, she wanted to, to tell be with him. him. Right. And he was like, no. And he's like, and my God, I will have your... I'll mourn over you or it's something like that. Yeah. Like, it was like, don't. Just don't mess he with He basically threatened her life. Yeah. You know, I mean... Oh. 
But I, I would too. Hug him. You're messing with my kids. You want to hug him all the time. But <laughs> Your intentions he are true here. <laughs> he needed a good hug and a good shoulder to cry on. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm saying so more than happy to provide that. But Chase coming in and saying that he's the father. I don't understand why. Why? Why? Like, I don't get it. Why was that his solution? I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. I will be interested to see where that all goes because it didn't make sense to me. And now is Maxie going to break in and be like, I'm the mom. <laughs> like, what? Right. And now Valentine's going to lose all respect for Chase. Mm-hmm. Unless they play it like Chase didn't know until now. Then it wouldn't be Chase's fault. Well, she said Chase did not know. Well, then he can't lose respect for Chase until it comes I hope out that, that he's she, not Chase's. I hope that she, that Brooklyn says, no, get in here. Let me explain You need to stop story. investigating. You need to hear this. Yes. This, close the door. <laughs> Please, dear God, close, close the, the door. door and everyone turn off your cell phones. We're not accidentally recording anything. Yes. Because then Austin was calling out Maxie too. Oh, and Maxie did so well of saying, Brooklyn is my friend and now you're not because you just keep doing negative things too, mister. You're not perfect. Yep. Yep. Loved it. Because she sees through right. him doing the right thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, Gladys is really that captivating. Exactly. Like, uh-uh, I don't think so. You're trying to tell me that you're not trying to use her to get to Brooklyn? Nope. Absolutely. And you use Chase for all just your own. Yep. Get the paperwork. Yep. I liked Nina and Maxie talking about, is the, the truth better late than never? And then they were like, no, not if it's held for so long. Blah, blah. I'm like, right. Yeah, you got to kind of expect people to not be happy about secrets that you've held for months. Do you ever watch SNL? Like the old, okay, now they're old SNL from like the 90s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rachel Dratch had this character named Debbie Downer. Okay. Tell me that's not the face that Nina keeps making. (laughs) (laughs) That is the face. Oh, no. Oh, darn. She was talking to Maxie and she just did like the half like little, "Mm -hmm." I was like, okay, freeze in on Zoom (laughs) one on Rachel Dratch because this is in the, so whatever negative whatever negative thing it was she would make that face and then they would zoom in on her and yeah so oh, that's, that's just what i thought was <laughs> that's what that reminded me of but yeah i did like that okay so we have to now get to sasha and brando uh-huh that maxi was reassuring brando like it's gonna be okay yes have, did you no you didn't you just thought about having a kid and it popped out <laughs> yes yes that's exactly how it worked <laughs> I didn't have to have a C-section. I know that my mom had four of them and I didn't know that they were quote a bad thing because I'm, I came out okay. Like, and so did my sisters. So I didn't know that it was supposed to be, I don't want to say a scary situation, 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 situation. I think the word emergency is what makes it okay. Scary because I, I was born C-section. It was pre scheduled because of health stuff with my mom, blood clots, blah, blah, blah. She had had a bunch of kids, whatever. So it was already determined that I was going to be C-section. And at the same time, they were going to do a hysterectomy because my mom was 40 and they were like, no more kids for you. So I remember her talking. Did they make that decision or did she ask for it? Well, when they went into, when they were scheduling Sorry, not to get all personal in your mom's life. No, no, no. She was, she was told after she had a bunch of miscarriages in between all of us. And so she was told to not have any more kids, but she wanted one. So she didn't listen. So when she got pregnant with me, 
the doctor who was like her favorite doctor ever was like, listen, if you get pregnant again, I'm not dealing with you because you are putting your life at risk. And before she went okay. in for the C-section, they told her that it was a very real chance that only one of us were going to make it. So she had to decide if it was going to be me or her that was okay. And so, um, yeah, luckily we were both fine, but that was why they needed to do the hysterectomy was because it would not have been safe for her and another baby to go through this again. But she did say, she knew go that, ahead. That, yes, and, yeah, they okay. didn't. They didn't. They but, did not decide. I mean, they decided for her, but it was like a a joint she pressure. Was, like my dad was like, "No, listen seriously, we can't do this again." My grandpa was like, "No, seriously, you can't do this again." So she listened to medical advice and the people in her life, and was part of the decision. But they did say, like, "This really has this to be needs it. to like, happen." So anyway, but I just remember her talking about forgetting that you had the c-section because i guess you're on decent meds or at least back then you were and so the baby's in the bassinet crying and she like <gasps> jumped up to get me oh, like you do for your yeah. baby and then she was like oh my god and, and how like, she was able to with all the other down. ones because right okay so that was the only yeah i think the word emergency yeah as with any surgery yeah is what makes that the super scary thing and the yeah. placental abruption is like obviously not right a good thing well and brando stopping and saying like you made a point of saying you both right First of all let's not stop the doctor <laughs> she's on her way to do something brando to ask questions right. later but i hope i hope that they normalize the fact that c-section is a way to give birth oh yeah absolutely there's yeah i know there's a lot yep nope i hope that but at the same time i hope that maybe they address it where Sasha feels guilty over it or something. And then they comfort her and are like, no, no, no. The goal is for the baby to come out. And right. that is what happened. And now you're right. both healthy. Or and you could tell she okay. was feeling like that because whenever they said, we're going to do a C-section, she was like, no, I can still handle this. Even though her whole body was hurting. Yeah. Not just a contraction hurt or whatever. Yeah. So that would make sense if she had some feelings about it. But no, your mom, no matter how the baby gets here. Yep. Formula or breast. Exactly. If you... Have a child that looks at you in any way as a mom. You're a mom. Yep. Just how it goes. Not a fan of her saying that, look what came from our one night stand. You guys got a relationship out of it. Right. Right. And let's not I mean, say that to the baby all the time. But FYI, but, you were born from a one night stand. I don't see it that way. Like, I don't think that it would have stayed a one night stand. It, regardless. Right. Right. Exactly. It had already progressed before she found out she was pregnant. Right. So it's right. not like... Two months later, she shows up after not seeing him for two months and yes. Hi. Right. Exactly. Side comment to all this. We uh, were at a birthday party yesterday and someone asked Ryan if he watched the show and he was like, no, I don't really watch it. Like, I just listen to the podcast to be nice, blah, 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 whatever. To be nice. So to be supportive, whatever. So yesterday we're watching it because I'm catching up and he had laughed about their computer system before because when they walk away from the computer it's still windows 95 and so um, oh, seriously yes so <laughs> when um thank you ryan when elizabeth ran up to the doctor and was like i was looking for you this is an emergency blah 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 he was like yeah god knows you couldn't page them with that old system windows 95 wouldn't support that well <laughs> and i turned to look at him and i was like i thought you didn't watch the show right. like, why are you so involved in this so it was funny why isn't there she was using her pad no she's using she that has tablet. IPad, yeah why isn't there a button so that you're not causing alarm to mm -hmm. the patient that you are secretly paging the doctor at the same time like 
come this down here where, quick. Look this, at this is where a beeper would come in handy. Right. Because I think, do doctors still have beepers? Have, On Grey's Anatomy, they do. They do. And even if they don't, I feel like they have an official tablet that they'd carry with them all the time. Right. But like you would get like a text that message. Would, yes. Room 509 needs you for an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. But if this technology is not there yet, <laughs> copyright, copyright, it's called the <laughs> Shannon Amanda button. There you go. Shamanda button. <laughs> Do we have a ship name now? <laughs> a mansion. <laughs> oh my. No. I can't figure it no, out. No, no, no. I like that Sasha did not, and neither, none of them said, okay, hold it. So let's go back before we get there. Okay. Sunny giving Brando the fatherly advice. I know. <sighs> I love Sunny. He's so sweet. It was great. Yes. I thought that he was comforting, but matter of fact right you know i was also confused is it because it was an emergency c-section that brando couldn't go in because nowadays he got it at the end oh did he, he okay got, no because i had that right and i was like why is brando not there because like so he's having conversations in the hallway and they're starting to cut already and i'm like what where well, is he so if someone could answer this for us if you work in the field Labor and delivery or yeah. now if you've had this experience right I was wondering why there wasn't like a separate nurse coming to help him prepare. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been something. Okay, dad, here's something like, here's what's going to happen. Here's right. Here's what we need from you because right. they did the Lamaze classes. They did that. Here's a crash course in yes. this. Like you still have to coach her. You still have to support her. Right. Here's how. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I was confused by that as well. Okay. So, okay. Please fill yeah. us in. Because I wasn't paying attention to when he came in, but I just noticed that he was not there when they started cutting and like whatever. Yeah. But he was so cute. I love when she was teasing him with all the different gender neutral names. Oh my gosh. At the hospital or at the art exhibit. But the names that they were discussing at the hospital that were all the most ridiculous Aloysius. names ever. I was like, can you please stop? Please stop. Pick a real name. And I think it's kind of weird that you're going to give your kid the middle name Michael whenever that is your ex boyfriend's name that's where i was going when i said no first let's go back to sunny because that's the reason why they're giving yes mike and then sunny's also a mike however michael's a mike because of but, that but they never said michael right they, they kept said saying mike. mike and so i said sasha not thinking about the fact that mike is also her ex's name good for her yeah i don't know that i could do that and honestly like i know that i still get all i mean i'm excited for chase in brooklyn I, i'm not i don't know about that anymore I was excited for it. They keep trying to build it up to more than what we've seen. And that's but the thing what is, at this me. point, he is again going to be someone's savior. Yep. But devastated. He's going to be severely. But that's what happens whenever you deceive someone's savior. But he's going to be severely deceived. Like, and that's the thing. It's going to break his heart. I don't think they're actually going to get together. I don't think it's going to happen for a while. I don't no, think he's going to. No, no, no. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think that she is going to say to him, you can't say that you're the kid's dad like even if it's not in front of valentine if it's a side conversation and then he is going to support her through all of the truth and have to be her friend that did not work out well for him with willow i know but that's why it's going to be different this time it's gonna be a happy ending is he's going to support her through it and he's going to choose to not report the truth which is like a huge deal for chase he can't do that and then he won't get back off desk duty he'll lose his job no one will know it'll be okay it's more important to protect that baby. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with the, like, right. But no, I understand. He's the kind of guy that's going to get screwed over in this situation. He's not going to be able to get away with it because he's actually a good guy. No. Uh, okay. No, it's going to work out for them. Stop okay. Being so negative. 
Chase deserves to be happy. I know he does. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the way that they're setting it up, though, because they're setting it up where he's... But I don't think it's going to be a manipulation. I think it's going to be a conversation and a choice that he supports Brooklyn and they grow together from that, protecting Bailey together. Okay, we will see what happens. Okay. But the long short of that is... I am very excited about the fact that we got Sasha and Brando out of that whole mess. Yes. Because that's one really good thing. Mm -hmm. So they're going to name the baby Laborious Mike Corbin. And according to names.org, because I did look it up because I was like, I need this information. No. It was first recorded by the Social Security Administration for the name Laborious was Sunday, February 6th, 1910. And from 1880 to 2019, less than five people per year have been born with that as a first name. Congratulations, or hurrah, you are a unique individual. Mm -hmm. No, that's not the name they're picking. Yep. No. You don't think? No, she said it jokingly. Absolutely not. They did the full name. But no, she was just being silly. You want to bet? Yes. That is not the child's name. What are we betting? I don't know. What should we bet, guys? I don't know. We got to come up with something because you were wrong. That is not the kid's name. I'm hoping that they changed the name, they're but they might the not. No, that's not his name. All right, so I think okay. So one other thing that may that could have waited. All of the Jason Drew stuff was ridiculous. Well, not that Sunny and Alexis. Oh yeah, that also that was something that was like right. there for a second. Right. And Hi, then, how are you? And then yep. boom, done. No, exactly. that could have waited. But I also feel like the Jason and Drew stuff could have waited because we didn't really end up anywhere except for seeing the caves fall in, which they said was going to happen 600 times in this and conversation. And they decided to stand around right, and gun, talk about it. Gunfire would make this bad. So let's they shoot each other out of there as much as possible. Yeah, absurd. And the fight with Jason and Drew, the whole time I was literally, for real, literally screaming at the TV, pull the card out and say step down or whatever it is. Yeah. What is it? Is it step down? Stand down? Stand down. Thank you. I have it in my notes, but now I won't even open it because you corrected me yes stand out stand out just show the card and yell stand down and, and peter's really like, never been in those tunnels before beating each other up it was ridiculous peter's been hanging out there for how long he's never checked the tunnels right i will that's your escape route but you've never checked right. to see where it goes it's around here somewhere and what Britt was in that room for how long before she was found and she never investigated to see if there was no the whole thing was stupid i do like that they are keeping Britt and liesel in physical appearance as though they are not getting blowouts every day yes unlike what we have seen in the past where hostages are coming in full makeup they also did that with um sasha and her makeup in the beginning it was perfect yes and then she had like little yes the eye makeup was down and i was like good job not enough running mascara but they're getting there i did i didn't like it but i liked how scared she looked when yes like she's like looking around like okay what is happening here Mm -hmm. like do they really not coach them while they're I hope not, because then you'll get a more authentic performance. No, no, no. I mean, like, when a woman is legit going in for a C-section, is there not someone standing there with her? Oh, I don't know. Like, talking her through. It depends on who your nurses are, just like with anything else. I've had amazing labor and delivery nurses, and I've had not great labor and delivery nurses. So, it all depends. I would think, I would hope, with your first one and a C-section, that they would be Step-by-step, step, this is going to happen next. Well, the same thing with when has Elizabeth become a labor and delivery <gasps> Is nurse? that what she is? I don't think so. I don't because know. Because she nurses everyone else. Because that is a dedicated right, field, field, right? Okay. Yes. And I, I'm I sure thought it was, but then I'm like, okay, maybe I am wrong. No. On Grey's Anatomy, it is. 
I feel like it is. Which one's hospital. wrong? I'm Grace sure, or GH? I feel like GH is wrong. <laughs> I feel like it has to be GH. I'm sure that you can do it, like, in a pinch, kind of like Austin can deliver babies in the middle of the woods if needed. But in a general I rule, think that that's a, a hospital, doctors are taught how to. I bet our friend knows how to deliver babies. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure of it. But yeah. Does your daughter know how to deliver babies? She's a junior firefighter. I don't know if she knows that, but my ex delivered babies. So I know that our friend knows how to deliver babies. Okay. Oh, I want to talk to her about this. <laughs> Follow her up. Can you tell us about delivering babies? But yeah, there's definitely, I feel like nurses, all nurses pick a specialty. Like there's nurses that deal with the cancer patients and nurses that deal with the yeah. pediatric patients and blah, blah, blah. And not saying that they can't go elsewhere if needed, but in a hospital, Liz is not the only nurse. We have Felix. We have Amy. Mm-hmm. I feel like Amy would be a fun. I want her to be my we nurse. We have Deanna. If I have Deanna? a baby. Is that yeah, Deanna? Deanna. I want Deanna or Amy if I ever oh have another gosh. baby. Oh my gosh. That would be so yes. fun. Yes. And I'm going to go to California so that Carrie can deliver. <laughs> so I can be like, oh, my general Carrie hospital Shane friends is gonna are be delivering my baby. Okay. You are only allowed to have that happen <laughs> if I get to go be your coach. Sorry, Ryan. Oh my Dibs. God. Dibs. I don't, I, don't I have think, earned this. I'm pretty sure no matter how happy it <laughs> would be. You have not me, done anything. I earned the you, right to be my decide. You did earn this, but I'm pretty sure no matter how much you want if it. If Carrie Shane is her doctor. They will not be like, oh, your doctor's in California. <laughs> okay, Karen that's Wexler fine. delivers Amanda's <gasps> my God. child. Sorry, Ryan. You're getting bumped out. I feel like that would mess up my M name theme also because then I would have to name the baby Karen. Or if it was a boy, I can even Jagger. <laughs> Just like that forever. Your baby will name Jagger. <laughs> we could come up with an M first name. You know how, and then have Karen how, as the middle name. How doctors get rights to different hospitals. Privileges. If we, yes. If we asked really nice, do you think she could get privileges in Pittsburgh and come deliver my baby? <laughs> I'm sure if we ask her really nice, she said, if you ever need anything. Exactly. <laughs> do you remember we have a recording? You said if we need anything. I do keep the unedited versions. <laughs> Just in, no. So this is what I need, you know, for this baby that I'm not even pregnant with, but man, would that this be a hypothetical baby. Okay. Okay. That would be great. That would be great. That would make labor like nothing. Like my labors are pretty easy to begin with, but with her as the doctor, you nurse, you whatever, that time. <laughs> she would be like, why do you know more about my <laughs> acting career in DH than I do? Because I loved you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but the only thing I was going to say positive about all that stuff, Peter was pretty funny this week when he was like, if you're thinking about looking around, don't worry. I've already cleaned out the room. <laughs> like he did all the things that we're thinking. Why didn't you clean out the room? Right. You know, right. Or when Liesl said, when are you going to? And he's like, I don't know. When are you going to stop talking? And she's like, oh, so never. <laughs> I thought, I don't know. I thought he was kind of. Right. He, he was, was kind of comical like, this week where we don't really ever see that. I feel like he felt like he had the situation under control. Yeah. So he could be light and airy about How it. How do we keep losing him though? I don't know. Like, does nobody look. He's a tall guy. And seriously. Nobody knows those, that he's moving. Those <laughs> tunnels are all dusty, right? Do you not see the footprints walking behind this wall or this rock? Where oh, I love hide? that, Drew. Where did he go? I'm a trained Navy SEAL. I remember how to look at footprints. Right, but then we lost Peter, and all of a sudden he pops out of... And he was literally of... standing right there yeah. on the ground. 
Right. Nobody noticed that a six foot five man got up and walked away. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 All right. I mean, my husband's six four. I, you don't think you could lose him? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's find some catacombs to go play in and see he's pretty easy to pick out of a crowd let alone like an abandoned cave right so i would think so yeah i think that's pretty much it <laughs> we more than covered this week with our ridiculousness well so we do have one sad piece of news from you've heard us mention her this is so sad so much so sad. do you know what's even sadder it was released this week that Bergen Williams, who portrayed Big Alice Gunderson on General Hospital, passed away. She passed away in July. And it was just in that her sister released it this week oh on gosh. Twitter, via Twitter, November 16th, and shared the devastating details regarding what the GH star had gone through. This is in, a, is in an article on NikkiSwift.com by Stacey Carey. And it's the actor who portrayed the Quartermain family maid on General Hospital died on July 20th from Wilson's disease just after her 62nd birthday, her sister detailed. Wilson's disease is a genetic disorder that causes the brain or liver to accumulate excessive copper. Ordinarily, people are able to excrete copper that the body doesn't need, but those with Wilson's disease cannot. While it can be treated if found early, it is fatal without appropriate interventions. And those affected by Wilson's disease can develop hepatitis as well as neurological and psychiatric issues. And it just goes on to say about how she began the role in 2002. And as news of her death emerged, some former co-stars shared their condolences on social media. Wally Kurth tweeted, sending heartfelt condolences to Bergeen's family. She was a bright light at the Q house for many years. Nancy Lee Gron, Alexis, shared a video clip showing her as Dobson. Yes! With Big Alice on Twitter and joke, best kiss ever. Aww. R.I.P. Bergine. And in addition, Kimberly McCullough, Robin, tweeted, Bergine was an incredible force to be reckoned with. I'm so sorry to hear of her passing. Aww. So... That was seriously sad. Like I, I saw it hated up. sending that to you, but I was like, I have to send it to her. I was like, no, Alice, she was so funny. She was. I didn't realize great. that it was just 2002. Is when she started. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Huh. Yeah. So hmm. let's hope you, that they maybe add a two minute memorial to the end of the Thanksgiving episode would be a thousand percent. Yes. Please do it. Right. That like, would be more than appropriate. We will put it together and send it to you. Just let us know. This is Monday that this is being released. Um, let me know. I can get it done Tuesday yes. and I'll have it to you Wednesday. Therefore, you can just pop it on the end there you of go. Thursday. Okay. Perfect. But just so sad. She was so great. And 62. That's so young. It is. It, it really is. And it's going to have to be addressed on the show because Alice has ELQ stock. Yep. So. Yep. 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 Something's going to have to. They're going to have to talk about it some way, somehow, but they should stinks. have a cousin or a niece or a something show up to announce it to the quarter means and get a job there and start it all over again. Cause we love Alice. That would be sweet. Yes. Not that anyone can replace Alice, but a mini Alice would be so cute. Or a former wrestler because, oh yes, she was a wrestler on the side. Yes. And they could be like, Hey, I need a job. Right. Notice you don't have any staff right now. <laughs> but sadly, I think that brings us into reality check. What about you? So I have nothing at all exciting or 
good this week. It was just like a blah. You got to hang out week. with me for three days in a row. I just, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My week was so exciting. I it was Shannon. the best. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, no, it was actually was the best because we didn't have a ton of stuff to do. Like, isn't that the best? Emily was done with work relatively early. The one day her boyfriend got her, so we didn't have to. And Megan didn't have a bunch of her after school activities this week. And so it was just Madeline's dance. Madeline got her costume for her recital. She has, I think she has three costumes, but she got the first one and she is super excited because it's all sparkly with little rhinestones here and whatever. So that was exciting for her, but that's the belly. Yeah, I guess it helps. <laughs> Why can't you guys see where I'm pointing? So like around the hip area, it comes down kind of like a corset like the, would. Yeah, it makes the yeah. V like coming across your hips and down. And there it's accented with a couple rhinestones, like Aww. at each main point. But anyway, so yeah, that was like, it was just a let's chill at home and do nothing kind of week. Have you watched the show on Netflix? Because you like serial killer craziness. Don't F with cats on the internet. Um, No. Okay. Because... Am I wrong that does it have anything to do with actual cats? Because I can't handle animal torture. Okay. So it, did I watch it? I might have watched it. Hold on. <laughs> she doesn't check our Netflix history to see. Dude, no, did. we talked about that this week. Netflix doesn't tell you what you've already watched. Oh, okay. But so apparently this has been out for a while. Yeah, it has. And I've just ignored it because the name, let's be honest here, it sounds a little stupid. So I'm not going to watch it because it sounds dumb. We had all this free time this week to watch stuff. So Ryan put it on and I was like, yes, I did watch it. Okay. Hold it. No, I did not finish it. Oh, okay. You should finish it. You should finish it. So it, I think it has two or three parts and I thought it was just like, I started it. Okay. But I didn't even finish the first episode. Okay. okay so it's so worth- you need, you need to finish it. So it's, okay. it is sad because it's about this guy that for attention hurts cats and then puts it out on the internet. But yeah. Do not, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. But they do not actually, they tell you what happened. Let's, let's just say that I also think it's disgusting when this happens to humans. Absolutely. Well, so that was like the not funny, but ironic thing of that was how it started. We watch people get beat up online. We watch people say horrible things to each other. We watch, we hear about people killing people and we're like, Oh, that's sad. And no one really does anything about it because, like, the system will handle it or whatever. Do you know whatever. why I think I like them? Because there tends to be justice at the end. I think that – because I really started to think about it because I don't like slasher movies. And people are like, how can you not watch slasher movies? Oh, like, no. I'm with you. But I can watch 2020 and, like, all these yes. true crime things. And I'm like, because the person is found, there is justice for the family in most instances. Right. You know, like, it's all – I, I'm not a fan of what happened, but it's right. like... So that's why I think that you'll like this. So okay. the guy hurts cats for attention and it's awful. Ugh. They don't show you the whole video. They tell you what has happened and you like get to see like some parts of it just to give you enough of like a... Oh, oh this is how bad feeling, it was. But you don't watch the whole video or whatever. But because it was kittens and so many people love kittens, these normal people with awesome computer skills tracked this guy... And found him, like, they were Canada, France, like, all over the place. Wow. London, like, all over the place looking for this person because everything that you do on the internet leaves a footprint. And so they were finding all this stuff. And, like, they had figured out who it was and where he was and whatever. They had to, like, actually call the cops in Canada and be like, listen, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then it was, like, days later that they found other bad stuff that happened. And then we're like, oh, wait, we should have listened to you. Oh, wow. And so it goes on. So it is just 
super cool to think that again normal everyday people back and forth were able to track all this stuff and so they did they caught but that's him a and good he's but that's not in always jail. a good thing no and that's what the lady said that was like the main it's a documentary so she's not a character it's an actual story yeah. but that was what she said was like i thought i was gonna spend you know she was going through a bad breakup she was like i thought i was gonna spend two weeks and have the information be done. And it took months because yeah. of the way this guy was jumping around. But it was, but not just that. Really that good. Ca- that can also cause some serious harm, if, right? If it's not being done, right, right. I'm not right. telling anyone that they should investigate if they don't have a PI license. But it was. I'm not saying that. But it's like neat. This is one of the happy stories. Small, oh, I'm sure there's a lot of awful that, ones. Exactly. You yes. know, and someone that's innocent can wind up getting hurt. Someone right. who like. Yes. No, I'm, these I'm focusing on this one story. Yes. It is worth watching because it is neat the way it all played out. And just things. Okay. Once that, I finish Riverdale, maybe I'll. All right. Ugh, I'm ahead. almost done with it. I'm sorry. I can't have that conversation with you. If it's a show that like Emily's in love with, I feel like I didn't I'm know that your kids watch it. Tell me about it because I'm sitting there watching it going, oh my gosh, when did this person get old? And then I'm like, oh, wait. Or I'm thinking in my head, how are they old enough to have a blood, like a child this age? And then, and then like, I look I up do. how old they are. And I exactly. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. You're a year older than me. And our kids are the same. Like that makes sense now. <laughs> but yes, it's okay. My reality check is not much better. I got, a, you got to see me three days in a row. I am very thankful that I have good friends who I kind of crashed. Like we weren't supposed to see each other on Friday, but the gas line got scratched while some work was being done by our, let's just say that they were fixing something that was messed up from over the summer and caused a new problem. So yeah, they had to cut, they had to shut off my gas for the day. Well, it was one day that I had like nothing really planned outside the house. And so I showed up at Amanda babysits for a friend of ours and I showed up, I was supposed to show up with a couple things because friend's daughter's birthday. I was like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm just going to kind of hang out because (laughs) you know, I need to stay warm. I need to and I need internet yeah. connection and this it's, house has both. Exactly. Well, I still had the internet, but yeah. still it could have, t- and it took a while, but I got, it arrived last week, but I got the bed frame yesterday. I got a new mattress. I got the Nectar mattress. Oh. And it's like so comfortable. Last night was my first night sleeping in it. So after I got home from the birthday party, mm-hmm. I we were talking about this before we started recording because it got dark at like five. Oh my God, it felt so late. And so when I got home around six, I just put on my pajamas because it felt like nine. And I just sat on and it has the adjustable bed frame. Mm. So it would have been so helpful when I had my breast reduction two years ago, but yeah. still it's good now. I put it up to the reading level and I'm like, I feel like I'm old now because I'm like, I am so excited that I have a bed frame that goes up. <laughs> I'm with you. The older you get, the more important sleep is. I keep having this argument about I want my own bed. Like I've had a king size bed to myself for years now because my ex left and it was mine. And Madeline would join me sometimes. But other than that, because she does hog up the whole bed. But other than that, it's my whole bed to myself. So now with Ryan around, I'm like, can you go sleep somewhere else? Like you have another bed. And the radio station local to us had this conversation on Friday and was like most spouses or people who live together do not share a bed because it is so not good for your sleep. Okay. This is the crazy thing. My husband and I have had a full, our entire, what? yeah, we just upgraded to a queen. What? Yeah. He's six, four. I'm five, six. Yeah. Oh my God. 
the past 12 years have been spent in a full. Wow, you must really have liked each other because <laughs> no way. Well, this will come in handy because he does snore a little bit. So <laughs> I can just okay. adjust him up himself <laughs> yep. so he stops. Well, that's the only, it's not split. Oh, you have to adjust but, with him. Okay. But still, All right. I'm okay with that. So, I mean, that was the highlight of my week was <laughs> I got a new mattress. I got a new bed and I could sit up in bed reading. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> not really a good transition into uh, <laughs> Thursday. We're going to continue our journey through the 90s about Alan Quartermain. Got so much feedback about the episodes with Lucy. So many people are loving. And we are getting to the part of why we love him. Yes. So we're getting there. If you have not understood until recently why we loved him, these next couple years start I to really show. we should show. be able to finish him by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And still be able to do our best of. I think so too. Yeah. Cause so. a lot of years he's not that eventful or yeah. whatever. So. so here's hoping guys. All right. So join us on Thursday as we continue talking about Alan Quatermain. Have a good week and we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pure 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.